for a second and just say President Biden has done a masterful job in managing this situation. I just want you to know I may be Irish but I'm not stupid. I married Dominic Giacoppa's daughter. <laughs> Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah we're coming to your city information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america this is a special edition of the sean hannity show america trapped behind enemy lines day number 216 all right, hour two sean hannity show toll free it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program so here it is, two years too late. It was two weeks before the 2020 election, and the issue of Hunter Biden and his laptop from hell come out. And the media mob, of course, the bigger biggest contributors to the Biden campaign. Oh, this is this is all Russian disinformation. Just ahead, I'll speak live with Congressman Adam Schiff about a new probe into a potential Russian disinformation campaign targeting Joe Biden and his son Hunter. But clearly, the origins of this whole uh, smear uh, are from the Kremlin, and the president is only too happy to have Kremlin help in, in trying to amplify it. To say that there's no evidence that somehow these emails and text messages or this hard drive uh, is part of a uh, potentially a Russian disinformation campaign doesn't make any sense to me. This looks like Russian intelligence. This walks like Russian intelligence. This talks like Russian intelligence. We have no idea whether or not the emails are legitimate, but this whole operation looks right out of the Kremlin playbook. Hack and dump steal the information with a cyber attack, get the emails from Hunter Biden's account, and then put them on these laptops that are left at a repair store. And that's how the information is now laundered into the public. Who do you think is behind this? Well, the Russians would be my number one guess, if I had to guess. All right, so John Solomon, editor-in-chief of JustTheNews.com, Peter Schweitzer, they join us. Uh, John, I saw your tweet. Great to see the New York Times catch up to stories I reported long ago actually two years ago, over two years. Uh, back then, I was disparaged as a conspiracy theorist for reporting this. It was true then, and now that Hunter's, uh, Hunter Biden's work for foreign clients raised serious legal issues, they covered it up then. Now, there's been the secret payment to the IRS, but it goes even deeper. All the countries we're now that are most hostile, that we should all be concerned about, it looks like zero experience Hunter is making money from the Russian oligarch, first lady of Moscow, former first lady of Moscow, you know, millions of dollars into the coffers of the Biden family syndicate. We know all about Burisma, zero experience hunters, Joe Biden leveraging uh, a billion tax dollars. We know about all these things. 
And we know because of good reporting from people like Peter Schweitzer and John Solomon. And then if you don't fire the prosecutor, well, you're not going to get the billion taxpayer dollars. And son of a bee, they did it. Anyway, uh, John and Peter, good to have you back. Uh, John, we'll start with you. And I know you both have a lot to say about this. First question I have is, in retrospect, two weeks before the election, if, it, if the last name were Trump, would the media have run wall-to-wall with this for the two weeks leading into the election? I believe they would, and I believe it would have negatively impacted Donald Trump. But that's, um, I'm, that's my best guess, and I think it's a fairly educated guess. Well, just take what they did two years, two weeks before the 2016 election when they took Hillary Clinton's bogus Russia allegation and started reporting on it on the 30th and 31st of October 2016 with Harry Reid and Jake Sullivan and all of those guys pushing that story out there. So we know in an earlier time they did exactly that. The media got pushed a story and they pursued it relentlessly. But that's because it came from Democrats. It came from Jake Sullivan. It came from Hillary Clinton. It came from Glenn Simpson and Christopher Steele. When Rudy Giuliani tries to do it, because he's associated with conservatives and Republicans, it's a conspiracy theory. It is a, uh, it's a uh, Russian disinformation campaign. I have not found a single person read into Russian intelligence that's currently in the government who says that they had even an iota of evidence that the laptop uh, was Russian disinformation. No one ever told that to anyone in the intelligence community. So where did the media and all those talking heads get it? I bet you we're going to find out it came from the Biden campaign. But it's good now, even two years later, for the Americans finally to get some truth from the New York Times. I love what the New York Post said, Peter, uh, when they said, you got to be blanking, uh, kidding me over the, oh, now the New York Times is going to acknowledge it? By the way, where's the rest of the media? Where was the apology? Where was the full retraction? Why was it only mentioned on paragraph 23? I'm not sure if many other people noticed that as I did. Um, it looks like they just, you know, they get a pass. They, they're supporting Biden. They hate Trump. You get a pass. Yeah, well, we need to make sure they don't get a pass uh, because John's right. Um, they have worked very hard to cover up this story. This New York Times piece to me, Sean, smells like the Biden camp is very concerned. When you read the piece, it really reads like it came from Hunter Biden's attorney. Uh, it says, you know, he paid some of the taxes and, you know, he, it's going to be reluctant for prosecutors to want to throw somebody into jail for very long because they paid their taxes. And then, oh, by the way, in about the 17th paragraph, we're going to acknowledge that the emails are real and accurate. Uh, so, yeah, we're not going to get that from the New York Times and these other outlets. We need to keep holding them into account. You and I first talked about Hunter Biden's foreign deals in uh, early 2018. You were the first one to cover it. Then John came on with, with all of his excellent reporting. Um, and none of that has been debunked. None of that has been uh, proven to be incorrect. So uh, the force and the movement of truth is on our side. And I see the New York Times piece as they are bracing themselves for an indictment of Hunter Biden. And let's keep in mind, if the laptop is true, as the New York Times now acknowledges and admits, that means all the material on the laptop about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden having, having intertwined finances, about Hunter Biden using this foreign money to pay his dad's bills. 
not only raises national security uh, questions, it raises tax questions for Joe Biden as well, because I'm pretty doubtful that he actually claimed any of the money that Hunter was giving him on his tax forms. So, but he, but it'll also debunk him. Joe's lie that he knew nothing about his son's foreign business dealings. Uh, you've been able to report, John's been able to report that, in fact, not only, well, first we have pictures of of Joe Biden with some of the foreign business partners, number one. Number two, uh, they went to dinner. And number three, I mean, there are emails that corroborate and confirm that Joe was getting his cut. Yeah, that's right. Um, John broke some very early and important stories on Ukraine. Uh, the fact that Burisma executives were getting meetings with Joe Biden. Uh, we know also that there were now off-the-books meetings uh, with Chinese executives. So the question now becomes, how far are they going to have to retreat? And I purposely and honestly believe that this grand jury in Delaware, because I have a lot of faith in the common sense of average Americans, uh, is going to indict Hunter Biden, uh, and it's probably going to be not just on the tax issues, but I think also on money laundering and possibly the FARA violations. And if, it, if that's the case, there are going to be alarm bells going off, and then, of course, it gets punted to uh, Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice, and he's going to have to make a tough choice if he's going to cover up for the Biden family uh, and besmirch his reputation going forward or, or whether he's going to let this case proceed. And if this case proceeds, I think uh, there are serious, serious problems for this uh, president. I think there's serious problems for the president. I mean, I guess I could foresee him, John, maybe maybe pardoning Hunter, but that doesn't take away his culpability and liability and all this, does it? No, and that would create an enormous scandal, the president having to uh, uh, literally pardon his own son to get him out of legal trouble. You know, one of the things, I have a story up today that I think is really important, and it goes back to Peter's great book, because it's clear from the beginning that the Biden team knew what they were doing. They had knowledge of their potential legal risk. And one of the best examples, we have two memos that come off the laptop. We've corroborated these memos with people who are involved in them. The first is, in as early as the spring of 2016, when Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer, was about was just indicted, they were telling Hunter Biden, hey, bud, you didn't pay any taxes on your Burisma Ukraine money. Think about that. He takes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year from Burisma in Ukraine. He doesn't pay taxes on it. He's warned again in 17 and 18. It looks like he doesn't pay that until much later when he realizes he's in legal trouble. Second part, we always heard about Farah during the Trump uh, administration, Foreign Agent Registration Act. Everyone was thinking about Paul Manafort, Rick Gates. Well, <clears throat> early on, when um, they got the contract for Burisma, one of the deliverables for Burisma for Hunter Biden was to influence federal agencies. He goes and gets his law firm because he also has a job at this law firm, and they come up with a plan how they're going to work the U.S. Energy Department, the State Department, uh, the Congress. And they're talking about, you know, this is a fair covered activity We've got to find a way not to register, meaning to disguise or hide our foreign lobbying. Hunter Biden is on all of those emails. Hunter Biden knew what he was doing, and I think that's a very important point. I think it goes to Peter's point that he's probably about to face indictment. Quick break. More with John Solomon, Peter Schweitzer on the other side. Then your calls, 800-941-SEAN on number on this Friday.
right, we continue. Yeah. Oh, it's all true. Everything about uh, zero experience, Hunter's laptop from hell. Oh, now finally, two years later, two years too late. Yet yeah, never mind. We were wrong. Where's the rest of the media acknowledging? Where's the apologies? Nobody apologizes. You know, when you look at the countries involved at, at the top level, China, Russia, Ukraine, I mean, you, you can't even make it up considering where the world is right now. Um, I will tell you a story, Peter, and I think I've, I've mentioned it to you on the air before, and I know John is very aware of it, is I was told that there were things on this laptop, things that both of you know, that if it was in my possession, even as a member of the press, could put me in legal jeopardy. Uh, obviously having to do with, with pictures and the age of the people that were participating in the pictures or whatever. Um, has that ever fully been vetted? I've never seen uh, what that actual evidence is. I'm not sure I would want to technically see it. But look, Hunter Biden in one of the videos, but, but you did hear uh, about it. Yeah, absolutely. I did hear about it, Sean. And remember, Hunter Biden in one of these videos that was released a few months ago, talking to that girl that he's with, presumably a prostitute or somebody, where he's saying uh, that that he is is uh, uh, potentially can be blackmailed by foreign sources because his laptop is missing. Um, so he himself acknowledges it. I, I don't think, you know, to underline this shot, I don't think we can underestimate the pressure that the Biden team is under right now. There's no way this story would have been written. There's no way that the New York Times would have, have, have admitted that the laptop was real, except for the fact that he's going to be indicted, he's going to be prosecuted, and those emails are going to be part of the evidence that probably puts Hunter Biden in jail. And this is a way for the Biden team to try to manage expectations, to sort of explain it away and, and hopefully get a minimum sentence for Hunter and for the New York Times to, in a backhanded way, be able to say six months from now or whenever a trial were to begin, to say, look, we did report on the laptops. We did it back in March. Uh, that, to me, is the only reason that this story has come out. And I think it's a tremendous victory you have been pushing this um, since 2018 before anyone else. John, with his work on Blue Star Strategies, the Ukraine stuff, Hunter Biden, uh, the work that we've done on China, I think it's a real testament that old journalism is dying. It's the new journalism that's interested in just pursuing the truth. It's not just looking for leaks from government officials like the New York Times seems to be. That's the journalism of the future, and that's why I'm, I'm very optimistic about what this story indicates. And then we've got the cover-up of big tech and, and Facebook censoring and Twitter and censoring journalism. Uh, it impacts, you know, uh, groups, uh, uh, publications like the Daily Beast, NBC News on numerous occasions, uh, Ben Rhodes, MSDNC, writer Chip Franklin, Washington Post columnist. Um, you, you have a Humpty Dumpty, Wolfie Blitzer, uh, a Morning Joe regular uh, contributor. Uh, a lot of people now, uh, I don't see many retractions, apologies, or any admissions of wrongdoing on their part, uh, because the reality is it was a big contribution to Joe Biden. And I would argue if it was Trump, it would have been handled so much differently. John, we'll give you the last word. Well, listen, uh, there's a statement put out by Joe Biden in the uh, spring and summer of 2019, where both Peter Schweitzer and I were called conspiracy theorists. Peter Schweitzer's books are so perfectly researched. There's a footnote for every fact. He's never been challenged once because his research is impeccable. 
somebody has to hold Joe Biden accountable for trying to smear people who actually told the truth. Uh, they did it all through the Russia campaign. They did it all through the 2020 campaign. At some point, there needs to be accountability to the people who spread the lies and those who use their media organizations to augment them. And I hope that's the ultimate outcome of this when the mm-hmm. Hunter Biden indictment finally comes down. John Solomon, editor-in-chief, justthenews.com. Peter Schweitzer, by the way, how many um, how many weeks in a row is your book red-handed, how, the, how American elites get rich helping China win? How many weeks at number one? Uh, we've been five weeks at number one. Uh, wow. and we're very thankful, Sean, for your support and, and uh, your help. And really, people would not know who Hunter Biden is today were it not for the heavy work that uh, that you did uh, with me and that John's done back in 20. Well, you guys did the heavy lifting. You did the investigative reporting. You did the research. You did the digging. You you told the truth. And it's only my pleasure to to be able to get this information to this great audience of mine Uh, Thank you both, Peter Schweitzer. Thank you, John Solomon. Thank you. Another vindication, just like the Russian hoax and the conspiracy theories and Russia, Russia, Russia. The media gets away with it again and again and again. But by the way, nobody trusts them anymore. Quick break right back.